0: Host, Sabino Rocco and
1: How's it going, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian podcast, and today we have a special episode with a dear friend, Antonio Acherno. I am the only guy to pronounce that the right way. <laughs> right what's up you right How's it going tony
0: i'm good man thanks for having me on i appreciate this
1: no, thanks it's for cute. coming on i'm super excited for you i want to show everybody what you sent me stefano the italian christmas elf good right? stuff yep yeah. so um our first reactions on the book all right the cover like this this is the real deal you know what i'm saying like I'm putting some pressure in this and it's not going anywhere.
0: That's the only way we do it, man. Come on now.
1: Like this is literally going to be on my coffee table sitting like, like that, like, yeah. Pull it off. I took, you sent me a couple of copies. I took one personally for myself and then the other ones I put in the office and like, I, I had the same idea for the rest of uh, the holiday season. Like I want to just keep them on our table where everybody sits down and we have our meetings and I want everybody to see this this work you do, because I'm extremely like proud as an Italian to, to see, see something like this, because I've never seen like a Chris, an Italian Christmas book, like everything I've learned about Italian Christmas has been through my family's experiences. Yeah. So thank you for that.
0: No problem. And I mean, that's what we were set out to do. Like, Like I said, when we first wrote this book, there wasn't a book. Four Italian children. You know what I mean. Like I saw Dominic the Donkey. There might be one other one, but nothing with a modern spin. You know what I mean. And my son Stefano, I look at his books. I'm like, I need to, I need to do something about this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You
1: definitely, you definitely did something. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I think you really struck gold because you guys could quote me on this. There's <laughs> nothing in Christmas more trendy right now than elves. Like the whole elf on the shelf movement is ridiculous right now. Like I I see it all over my social media. Like friends of mine that have kids, they're going nuts trying to be creative with like where to put the elf, what he's doing, you know. So yeah. I think in the future people will be like dressing up as elves more than like Santa Claus. Almost like I could see it going that route, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I got so many family members that hit the nail, like you just said. They send every Facebook, every day. They're posting a new picture. The elf came down the chimney. The elf's in the kitchen. The elf spilled the cereal. You know, like all these cool little setups they do. So what, I agree. What, was the,
1: what was the best one you've seen, like the best scenario of an elf? Uh,
0: probably the best one I've seen is the uh, the elf tied up the, the pet dog like their dog it had like God. like rope around the leg that might,
1: be, that might be animal abuse people are gonna look at this and be like this is wrong
0: yeah you know? they swore they let it go as soon as they took the picture they swore they let it go i don't believe them no i don't believe them
1: had to be 10 seconds at least 10 <laughs> seconds a dog shouldn't have had but you know, that's that's the that's the like the world we live in you know everybody's super sensitive so super something sensitive. like this is exactly what we need you know
0: yeah no, i it's agree great
1: you know, another thing I noticed right away is, uh, there was a biscotti recipe in the back. Like, cause I actually read this whole book and I'm excited to show my kids it. But I, the first thing I noticed was the recipe in the last page. Yeah. So, so my know, dad, is this actually a real recipe? Like if I make this, it's going to come out good.
0: I'll tell you what, I've tried to make it and it's never good. So, you know, you <laughs> can never make it as good as Nona and it's just the way it is. You know really? what I mean? But, uh, that's you know
1: my what it is not always leaves one ingredient
0: out. So, I think that's what she did. It was love. I think that's what it was. She left some love out of that recipe and I just can't get it back. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm really good to see if there's uh, anything I noticed right away. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to really like try it out or have one of the girls try it out, you know?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, you got the connections, you got the panini shop, right? You know, some people can make some good baked goods. So.
1: Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, <laughs> How how did this all come about? Like, how does somebody go from you know working the nine to five to creating a piece of art like this? Like, how does that happen?
0: I'll tell you what, man. It was a it was a three year process. Um, I sell med devices like for orthopedic company. And that's what I do. But my hobby, my personal outlet, you know, to life has always been writing books or writing poetry. I write music, you know, stuff like that. Um,
1: oh, you ghostwrite for people.
0: Uh, maybe a little bit I'll maybe I'll tell you some names off the air but not not on the air
1: let me find out you're writing rap lyrics or something
0: <laughs> I, I'm not saying I don't I can tell you that much all right all right I see you. Uh, but uh but when it came down to it man like I said I was having my son three years ago uh I was talking to a co-worker and I was like just joking around I was like I'm gonna go to elf club tonight and he was like what's elf club you know like well proper way to tend to a tree we sing Christmas carols and he was like you're messing with me." I'm like, no, really? He's like, you're gonna bring your son Stefano when he's born? And you know, when someone misspells something, you put an asterisk and you put the right spelling, I put Stefano, And it like clicked in my head. I'm like, Stefano, the Italian Christmas elf. Like I could roll with that. And I started writing that day and I, that was it's
1: it. Man. The best ideas come like that out of nowhere. Like it's 100%. not forced, you know?
0: Yeah, 100%,
1: 100%. So then, you know, you, you get an idea. Where Where do you go with that idea?
0: So I went through a third party company that contracts business. They do like illustrations, they do voiceovers, music, all kinds of stuff. So I looked at children's book illustrations and I found this company. I liked out of Vietnam that looked kind of like the style I wanted. Like the kind of what you said, put it on your coffee table type of of vibe, beautiful illustration. Uh, but my answers were 12 hour turnarounds. Um, they didn't know what a stocking was. I had to send them a Google, Image of what a stocking was. I'm like, this is gonna take a decade, you know, before I finish. So I went on Instagram. Instagram's amazing, man. The stuff that you can find. I searched the hashtag illustrations, Norman Rockwell, you know, stuff like that, and uh, I found my illustrator, man. Stay at home mom of two in Nebraska.
1: How long did it take you to find her?
0: It took me probably two months to find her, and I looked almost hey, every day.
1: You know, we're we're seeing a trend here with this story that consistency, right?
0: Yeah. 100%. Three years
1: for the book, two years just for an illustrate. Like, you know, a lot of people, they say they want to do something and they give up after they realize, oh, wow, this is work. You know, like people expect things just to happen, you know?
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, I, I have probably 15 to 20 stories I've written that I truly enjoy that I think would be very successful, but it hit a point with this story where I felt passionate enough to financially back it and also, you know, it reminded me of my son, so, it was kind of something that had a passion, a fire for our community, for my culture, for my dad, for my Nona, you know, and that's really what pushed me to go three years into this project. Some of the other ones I might have mixed it early, you know, once the first company didn't work out, I might have been like, hey, this isn't meant to be. But with this one, I man, I felt like Italians needed this and even spouses, this. friends of Italians, you know what I mean? You don't have to be Italian to enjoy this book.
1: Yeah, any, anybody could could enjoy this book. Honestly, I remember what we were saying, like, it's funny that you'll see people without the vowels in the last name be the first people to support yeah. you, you know? And especially, you know, when it comes to time to, like, you know, show your real support when it comes to, like, putting your credit card in a checkout button, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so, absolutely. You
1: no, know, It means the world to have people support you. But, you know, this, this book is incredible, and I was looking through a couple of pages, and you know, if it's cool, I want to show them one page that I really like.
0: Yeah, man. Go for it.
1: And, uh, by the way, I, I don't know if this is like a spoiler alert, but the Italian elf is definitely the cook. Like, <laughs> I don't know if we had to like, even like, I don't know if we have to explain that to anybody. Yeah. To explain why. But, uh, you know, the, the one book I really liked was right here. You know,
0: he's, oh, cooking, yeah, he's definitely some, calamari,
1: some yep. mozzarella.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Guys, like this is like a real like authentic piece of Italian culture that you could own in your house. I've never seen anything similar to this, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of funny, one of those things, the way I write, I write a couple lines and I say those lines over and over and over again until the next line comes to me. So by the end of the book, I know the whole book off by heart. So when I would tell friends and family about this project, only close friends and family, uh, that I was working on, and you, I could recite
1: the book. Yeah, you the book. Together. I could
0: recite the whole book, man. And they and they were like,
1: that's really being an artist, bro. That's like being a singer or a rapper. Because I've seen, you know, singers in the studio in that zone, and yeah. like you said, they'll repeat the same line until like, yeah, they okay, this rhymes, this goes, you know, like okay, I should say that instead, like, yeah, how people get in their zone.
0: Like I said, man, when we get off the air, I'll rap for you. I'll do whatever you need me to do over here, man. I'll show you the talent.
1: Yeah. I, I want to see it. After I'll definitely ask for a quick 16. Like <laughs> give me an Italian rhyme, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, Maybe
1: you could do that too. You know, like be a, uh, an Italian rapping Christmas elf, you know? Like,
0: yeah, I don't think, man, we're not, we're not there yet. We're not there yet, man.
1: You never know, you know? Yeah. So, how long was that process of actually writing the book? Was it like one night, like I got it?
0: I I mean, I'm sure you've had ideas like this. When the creative juices are flowing, you don't want to stop, you know. So when that came to me, I wrote it in probably five hours. And then yeah, and then when I was done with it, obviously like I compared it to the length of other stories, you know, other New York Times bestsellers. I used them as an outline, you know, what books were successful that I could mimic the length. I can mimic each page kind of, you know, like what's going to keep a child engaged or even like a young child, like an older child, you know, like eight, nine, 10 years old. So, uh, the overall process of adding and everything was probably a month, but the initial story is about five hours. I knocked it out. So
1: it's like from going back and forth to like, you know, but, but did you change a lot or the, like the. The meat and the meat and potatoes were still there, right?
0: The meat and potatoes were there. It was just adding more detail. You know what I mean? Like all the different pasta names. You know, at first it was just talking about just pasta as just like a general item. You know, and I added all the names. You know, little stuff like that.
1: A little fettuccine. I, I saw. I saw that. Yeah. All, all the shapes that we argue about.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that that's what I really like because, like, you really don't see that in, in a Christmas book ever, like, and what, what would you say is like for someone that never had like a a Christmas book or, you know, cause now like my age, and I'm sure your age is when we're kind of being like reminded of what we went through growing up, you know what I'm saying? So like, now it's like, now that I have my own little, little ones, I'm like, oh wow, I gotta, you know, put that, that face on. And like, you know, do, you know, go extra crazy with the elf on the shelf because I yep. know how much it means to my kids. So like for somebody that's watching, like, would you say it's like, I could kind of say it's like kind of like the Grinch, but in Italian, ver- like it's not, I, I could see this being like an iconic piece of literature, you know, like,
0: yeah. I mean, the goal, the end goal was to make this an Italian Christmas classic, nothing less. I mean, this wasn't something that we, like you said, there's a lot of work put in the illustrations. I mean, at least 200 phone calls between me and the illustrator, oh between, God. you know, they, she would send me three designs. I would pick one of the designs and then we would change that design three or four times. And that was every page, there's 30 pages in the book, you know, but what's cool about it is this book doesn't feel long, you know, it keeps you engaged and And by the time you get to the end-
1: How many pages is it again?
0: It's 30 pages, but yeah. it doesn't feel like 30. I mean, you blow through them, you yeah, know? And uh, these are the
1: kind of books I like that's more about the image than the words. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, like, you know, line up here, line up there, dope picture,
0: line, yeah. up, here, line
1: up there, yeah, right the picture. These are my kind of books, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, especially like you know, you've had little ones, you know, when you're reading them before bed, you're tired. You worked all day. You don't want to read a book that's like, going to take you 35 minutes you know before
1: they go to bed you know so they also make them look at the picture for you know 30 seconds a minute and and then the next line you know like you learn the book as well but uh like i will tell you one thing i give you credit because the illustrator you picked is great like if you ask sabino tomorrow to illustrate like help find an illustrator for an, an italian christmas elf it would be like something that looks like South Park or something. Like, <laughs> this does not look like that. You know, like this is, this is like quality, you know?
0: Thanks man. And you know, it's, it's funny that you said about the, like the elf on a shelf, like keeping your kid engaged and stuff. Mm-hmm. This character in this book, if the parent feels proud and happy to read it, they're going to feel engaged know it's not going to feel like a chore for them to like, Hey, look at this, be excited about this. You're going to be excited which is going to show that your kid, you know, your kids are excited what you're excited about, you know?
1: I think, I think a big reason that we connected right away was because, you know, it's kind of similar to what we're doing on our page is like trying to keep traditions alive. Yeah. So what other easier way to try to keep like Italian Christmas traditions alive in a year where you might not have your whole family sitting down, eating, making yeah. seven fishes, making mozzarella, making pasta. Now we have, a book where you're showing that this is what happens on Christmas time, you know? So yeah. like for me, even though it's like a weird time in the world, it's so important that we have something like this because you could start showing your kids at a young age, like, this is what we do. This is who we are. Yeah. This, yep. is, this is what Christmas and Christmas Eve is, you know?
0: Yeah, pride. I mean, I want to generate pride in our community, you know? And, and you look at it, it's kind of cool little details. Like you see the kids helping clean up the kitchen, you know? You see them in the kitchen while he's cooking, you know, and that's what we do here. Anytime we make homemade pasta, even though my son's three years old, he makes more of a mess than helps, you know, I want him to do
1: it. He likes to do it. Yeah.
0: yeah. He got his hands in the flour, the egg, he's mixing it all up, you know, he's pouring olive oil in and I mean, man, those are the memories, man. And that's what we were set out to. My daughter,
1: my daughter's like that too. She always wants to make, not my son, but my daughter's like that.
0: Yeah. Half I of the power.
1: But I could see like for something like this, like action figures, like little figures, you know, making your own version of Elf on the shelf, like a little with a mustache. You oh know? yeah. And, uh, like we said, you know, it being played out, like you said, like a little movie or a little series, you know, cause oh, yeah, that that's the ultimate goal I think for you.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, you see, um, we have a couple of favorite, you know, favorite authors and illustrators for my son, you know, before I wrote this book, now I'm his favorite author. No, no, I'm just playing. He still has his favorites, but uh, those authors get some short series on Netflix. They get a short story on Amazon prime. You know, I, I would see that eventually go there. You know, I really mm-hmm. think it's, so. it's unique enough, you know? And uh, like I said, I think the audience, it, they need something like this, you know? And uh, I think even maybe even a Broadway or a musical or you know some sort of play in the way future, but uh, maybe I'll start working on that you know here soon. Try to collaborate with some people.
1: As we wind this down, where could people find a book? I'll, I'll put the link in, in the bio, but
0: we'll so
1: tell them, yeah,
0: yeah. So you can go on Etsy because we weren't sure we were going to get it in time. So we we're going to have it on Amazon next year, so that's coming. But right now, go on Etsy. Search Stelfano, the Italian Christmas elf, or if you check out his Instagram, we got a Stelfano Instagram. Yeah. You go on there and the links in the bio. Um, and that's it, man. And now that we've we've sold so many copies now that if you Google the name, stuff pops up. You know, we got there you
1: go. There you
0: go. You know, a podcast, I was on a small news station that pops up, and then the link to Etsy pops up too.
1: You're so. bu- you're building up the catalog, man.
0: Trying, man. We're trying. We just want to get it out there to the people. So
1: I wish you much success on your endeavors, man. I really I really see this going somewhere and I'm glad we linked this early in the process. So there's any way I could help you that I'm there for you, you know?
0: Sabino, I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you.
1: Thank you guys so much. I hope you all enjoy your holidays, your Merry Christmas. We should say Merry Christmas, you know? Oh
0: yeah, Buon Natale. Buon Natale, everybody. Ciao. Natale. ciao.